Manx Radio Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. For the latest Watson information, visit villagaiety.com. Hi, I'm Sandra Oberoi, and I am one of the directors at Harmony International, which we've set up here on the island. Harmony International is almost like a sister concern of Harmony the Music School, which we set up about 15 years ago in India. But this particular venture that we have here on the island is to support young young people and endeavors musical endeavors specifically on the island as well as bring about a global connect so it's reaching out as well and uh, bridging the gap between musical activities on the island and activities happening globally so that's what we're all about I find this fascinating because I mean there is quite a different landscape between India and the Isle of Man when it comes to music isn't there absolutely I agree with you and even if you talk about let's just say population right India's 1.4 billion people we're about 85 86 thousand people here on the island but when you put it into perspective let me just tell you when I came to the island I'm going to say about mm, two Almost two years ago, um, it seemed quiet, um, unlike what it is in India where it's buzzing. But then it's almost like you lift this rock and wow, an explosion of everything culture, everything music. And we were fortunate, my husband and I were fortunate to be a part of the Guild as well at that time and experience music firsthand, dance and all that was happening. And what was fascinating to us was that you have a three-year-old and a 93-year-old all intermingling and making music together. How special is that? So that's, I think, in a sense, the island, there's so much of concentration of wonderful music activities or cultural activities. And we can all take a leaf out of that in different parts of the world. However, all to say, I've been having conversations with several people. I think one of the things that's missing is this way of engaging our young people you know so it the 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 musical activities or these experiences are perpetuated you know there's more happening in terms of youth engagement empowering young people professional development those are little areas that we think that we can bring value so that's something that i'm quite interested in in and you know i'm trying to tap into that area so how does your your work work with young people then what do you actually do So one of the things that I do, I mean, my role professionally is I sit on the board of the International Society for Music Education. Now, ISME, as we're called, is present in over 90 countries around the world. This also means that, well, as as board member, executive board member and advocacy chair, we're constantly looking for music for all. We're looking to empower people across the world, whether it is community musicians, whether it is music educators, researchers, it depends, right? Anybody. But what specifically we're looking for is here on the island, from my talks, I realized, for example, you know, there were um, young camps for, let's say, choral camps for choristers, young choristers that used to take place, say, about 20, 30 years ago, that doesn't necessarily happen anymore. And it would be so wonderful to keep that engagement going. I don't seem to understand why that isn't the case, but it'll be great if we can provide those kind of opportunities for 
other musics to also be visible. That is one part of it. But something else that we're really interested in is to democratize the idea of, well, to start off with voice or singing, to say that there isn't one specific way that is the right way to sing or the right way to make music. So we started something called the Harmony Summer Vocal Intensive, where I invite people from across the world. So these are voice practitioners, otolaryngologists, the specialist speech pathologists, really specialists in their field, um, to come together and talk about different aspects of singing. So how this actually informs us is it's an intensive. You have people coming, different kinds of people, experts in their field, and they're all talking about their areas. And then people who attend are left with this idea that, well, oh, yeah, there's so much more to singing. You know, for example, just the idea of, well, classical singing. If you train as a classical singer, then you should be able to sing anything else. No, the research actually tells us that isn't true. But we need to talk about these things. You see, we need to put this out there. And so I think with even what's happening on the island, what we're looking at is to bring this freshness of what the research informs us with today and how we can use all of that to build society, to build community, to build engagement. Yes, I've, I have been talking a lot about youth because I think they really are the future. And, um, you know, if they are infected positively, there will be change, you know, in in any area. So that's really my um, goal to really work with young people. It's a long winded answer, but I'm hoping that this sort of gives us um, some perspective. I mean, just to continue on on the Harmony Summer, Summer Vocal Intensive. Chloe Woolley and Mandy Griffin were two people that were invited out of the 17 that came in just in 2023 in May. And this is all online, so it's open to anyone across the world. We had people primarily from India, a couple from the island, a couple from the United States and a few from the UK joining us. Um, And Chloe's presentation on Manx music and culture really inspired some of my students in India. And I was able to actually plan a trip for them to come here, physically come to the island and experience Manx music and culture firsthand and share what they have to offer with young people here. How special is that? I think that's, see, it's these experiences. Sometimes we don't, you don't know until you know. So you have to keep talking about it and doing what you can. And it opens the doors Chronicles of Narnia into something magical. Oh, I love that. And it's so funny because listening to you talk, I was going to say your enthusiasm is infectious. And yet you said that yourself, which is absolutely brilliant. I'm really intrigued by the cross-cultural kind of links here. And especially, you know, one minute you're talking about Chloe talking about the Manx music and then you have your students coming over here. I mean, how were each of the different styles of music received when everyone was together here on the island? How did it all go down? I'm going to say that each group was absolutely fascinated by what was happening on the other side because so we came in we did this thing with Chloe where Chloe also introduced the children to Hopchene for example and spoke about um, you know the whole idea of how they've been working to uh, save Manx music, you know, and the language, the culture here. And there sometimes this is this is my perspective from what I gathered from, you know, what the children told me, the, the Indian children told me that 
they were so motivated to hear that someone's fighting for what they truly believe in and how often do we actually take for granted what we have we don't even realize we're privileged in a sense that we have access to all this information all this music making all this culture right and so that's one of the things that we sort of took away from that and on the other side on the flip side i think i would like to say that the children here on on the island were able to see these kids who came thousands of miles 9000 plus miles away just to be able to share their music and you know were were curious were wanting to hear more well how does it happen how do you make this music why do you do it this way and this little uh, curiosity and and um, engagement i think was very inspiring for both ends and it seems like well we're hoping to actually come up with um, more interesting ideas and one of the things from that is actually building into this composition workshop that's uh, coming up on the 24th and the 25th it, it it's actually you know everything each thing builds into the other and so the composition workshop is to sort of create this space where children across the island as well as children in india because we do have the element of the children in india connecting live into what's going to happen here and so they they've already the ones in india have already been introduced to something called konakol which is um indian classical rhythm carnatic rhythms that are spoken percussion rhythms like takita takita ta you know those are mm-hmm. those are rhythms that are spoken uh, so they've been introduced to that and they they come into this session with that sort of introduction the manx children obviously have you know other children on the island have their own musical experiences varied experiences and with this musician coming in aga sarugo lugo who by the way lights up a room on fire he is just fantastic he's coming in then we have dave kilgallen dave armstrong and brad from the island bringing their perspectives sharing all of these crazy wonderful fantastic ideas i really don't know what it's going to lead into <laughs> i'm hoping that there there is collaboration that's possible it is i think we've created this space collaboration is possible and something wonderful we should be looking out for something wonderful going forward it sounds like magic's going I to be made so. at that workshop it really so? does i think so and i'm yeah. intrigued anyway because you mentioned the different people involved in this workshop there so you've got dave kilgallen who has a background in both trad music and also composition he's an excellent Correct. composer as well you've got dave armstrong who has dabbled in all sorts of music over the over his time and is also an excellent producer you've got brad from you know modern bands like sunset jet and high waves you know fabulous young musician there mm-hmm. and you have your guest as well who's coming over and as you said lights up room and is obviously going to bring their own kind of style so you're covering all these different styles which i find fascinating in itself and it made me wonder as you were saying that over here obviously on the isle of man as you've mentioned we have access to all different styles of music and the scene itself as you've experienced i think yourself since since you've been kind of exploring this is incredibly varied isn't it one minute you have a metal band then you have a traditional band then you have choral then you have instrumental music and there's all sorts going on over here and we're very lucky to have access to that so i want to know what what it's like what the scene is like for the children in india what sort of obviously india itself is massive but you know the the, the children that you're talking about they've been involved in these workshops what sort of music do they have access to as in that they're creating themselves what genres kind of light them up 
Well, that's a very nice question, interesting question you've asked me. At the school in India, at Harmony, the music school in India, we actually introduce children to all sorts of music. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just to give you a perspective, just our two daughters, our older one is doing musical theatre her final year at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama. She went through this music school until she came to university in London. And our younger one's at the Royal College of Music doing her vocal studies her first year, right? Wants to be an opera singer someday. I have students who've gone on to become ethnomusicologists, some who are uh, went to Berkeley, one's uh, writing music in Hans Zimmer's team. Uh, the, all kinds of musicians, right? Uh, it's really, again, like I said earlier, democratizing the idea of music making, mm -hmm. that there isn't one particular genre that's more important than the other. Well, if for that matter, you like K-pop and yeah. that's the way you find, uh, you know, sense of making music or, or uh, that's the way you find that you express yourself best, then go for it, right? And so we have, we try as best as possible to introduce them to varied styles and they sort of find their niche, which is why this is quite important. A workshop mm -hmm. like this, the Anyone Can Compose, because I think what Aga also feeds into the vision that we have that you don't have to approach it one way or the other. It's whatever you have, any which way that you think you want to approach music. Because it's, again, at the end of the day, why compose? Because when you compose, you have a chance to actually speak what you personally want to say, right? It's not doing it in the style. Well, you can learn to do it in the style of someone, surely. But at the end of the day, why do we do what we do? Because it makes us happy. And I think that's what, it's so beautiful about this, uh, you know, about this particular composition workshop that you will find irrespective of what, where you've entered from, you will find inspiration to pick up either from there mm -hmm. or gain from some other, you know, any other genre. And then you have chances to fly further. Well, it's, I guess that's, that's kind of the point, isn't it? If you want to stand out, be yourself because there absolutely. is no one else that is you. So exactly. it sort of makes sense in that respect. Yes. So what will actually happen at the workshop for people that are intrigued by this? Right. So at the workshop, I think Aga's very keen on, first of all, bringing this idea of rhythm and how rhythm plays a role in composition. He's going to work with lyrics and how that plays a role as well, how lyrics shape phrases. Mm -hmm. um, so there will be a little bit of songwriting that element as well as just composing music and uh, he's going to use the haiku the Japanese poem to actually build out structure and talk about form and that's going to build nicely into Dave's session where Dave Kilgallen will talk about using Manx music or what are the elements in Manx music that we can take from all that we learned in that day form and structure and go further with it and then the next day we have Dave uh, Armstrong who's going to talk specifically about um, access, about collaboration, about uh, diversification, because he's, like you said, done so much with his music. He hasn't just, you know, he writes film uh, music for films and all of that. So he will also bring in the element of um, music technology. And then Brad's going to take over and talk specifically lyrics and working with bands, how that plays out. And then there's going to be a lot of creation in the room with uh, collaboration as well. 
well. So there's lots to look forward to. And definitely we know that people will walk away with a whole toolkit of fantastic ideas. They're going to leave with their heads on fire in the best I possible think way, so, which yes. is exactly what you want. I believe so. So who, do you, who would you say it was for? This is for anyone, literally, who's just interested and who's curious about um, composing, who's perhaps hit a roadblock in their... They already are composing, but they've hit a roadblock. These are for students who maybe are doing their GCSEs, their A-level music and would like some ideas as to how they build out their compositions or how they make um, better compositions. Perhaps it's for anyone. And the, the interesting thing is you don't have to know how to write music, you know, in the conventional way notations. You don't have to know how to write music to be a part of this. The nice thing is that we also have this free for students 12 years and over. All you need to do is if you find a poster somewhere, the QR codes on there, register or just get on Eventbrite and type anyone can compose and you can register. That's it. And you have a great Facebook page as well with Harmony International Correct. Isle of Man. So you can find the details on there as well. So it's 24th and 25th of February. And as, as we're hearing now, it's free for students, which is amazing. Um, one thing I want to ask you, because I know you're so keen on, on the, the progress and success for, for young people in music. What do you think that looks like nowadays? Because, of course, things have changed so much with music, haven't they, over the past sort of five even years, Correct. 10 years, you know, with the advent of everything that you can do now technologically over the Internet. What do you think success really looks like for a young person in music now? I think first of all we need to understand that there's no gatekeeping anymore in music. That's so important for us to realise as educators as musicians, as administrators. Like I you know I say this often, I can go and tell my class of, I, I teach voice by the way, I'm a voice teacher and a singer so in my classroom I can talk to my students and say, well I don't want you to be doing this kind of music and that kind of music but they will still go off and do it anyway right <laughs> I can't gatekeep that because well that's that's a thing of the past but I think what's important is to have conversations with young people and we learn from them where we need to or rather how we need to structure programs these conversations are vital which is why I think if we can bring these young people into the conversation if we can have these dialogues with them if we can learn from them. There's so much more access that's possible. There's so much more inclusivity that's possible and sustainability for the arts. If only we actually stop to listen and involve them, which is why, I mean, I think young people, like I said to you, they are our future, yes, but I'm actually explaining what that is. Getting them into the room, having conversations with them, looking at what they need. And here, if you're bringing in programs that empower them, that get them to actually speak the way they think is right, well, you've done it. You're no longer saying, well, this is right and that is wrong, but you're saying you have a voice Here's a platform for you to make yourself heard. Exactly. Well, that's the thing about music, whether it is strict composition, whether it is, you know, sort of in a band or whatever, it gives you a chance to actually communicate Correct. whatever you need to get out there. It's a release, isn't it, as it well? It is. And it's a way of, as you've just described, forming connections with people. And I think this workshop sounds like it is a brilliant way of forming a connection. It's one of the reasons why I love the fact it's Harmony International, because that's all about sort of connecting as well, isn't it, in so yes. many different ways. So um, this sounds like a wonderful, wonderful thing. So 24th and 25th of February, how do do people sign up to this, Sandy? So they just have to get on either 
the Facebook page, Harmony International hyphen IOM, or you get onto Eventbrite and just click or type. Anyone can compose and it will pop up. Or you can go to Harmony INTL. So H-A-R-M-O-N-Y-I-N-T-L dot I-M, which is our website. And you'll find a whole bunch of information there. And we'll be able to follow future events, which I'm sure there will be as well. So we look forward to those as well. Uh, Before you go, who are you listening to at the minute then, Sandy? Who floats your boat musically right now? You really want to know? (laughs) Yes, I do. I love Eric Whitaker's work. Yeah, do you I'm know, so- I don't think I know. I feel, I feel ignorant now. Eric oh, Whitaker. No. I don't think I know Eric Whitaker. So I need to investigate this. Yes, Coral. I'm, I, I love a cappella. Uh-huh. Um, and we're actually preparing, I'm preparing a group of kids to travel to Finland in July this year, following our very successful trip to the Isle of Man. So we're actually looking at, I'm looking at repertoire that I can build in, you know, along with Bollywood. So yeah. if you ask me, I am listening to some Bollywood because I write a range for my choir to do so it's regular uh, Bollywood songs and then I not just Jai Ho I think when you think <laughs> Bollywood the only thing that people think of is Jai Ho well hey, we do a we, lot more we think about Amy Jackson actually oh, okay. because she's from the Isle of Man so you know and she's doing alright thank you very much oh, in Bollywood yes. <laughs> but you're right you, you know so, we don't really know enough about it yeah, over here at all so yeah. hopefully you can educate us on that as well, well I Sandy. hope so it's going to be fun yeah looking forward to several other events something else that in the offering is a, a whole of event dedicated to women composers and songwriters Excellent. that we're hoping to have here on the island and include uh, women composers on the island, folk as well as other genres and we do a concert on that which and we've done successfully in India but this is involving Manx musicians as well. And as you've discovered there are many of them there aren't are there? Several oh my word. talented really gifted ones. Yeah there really are. Well we look forward to following your progress uh, and in the meantime do get yourself signed up to that workshop. I know a lot of you will uh, will certainly get a lot out of this workshop. Um, so you can find out all the information at Harmony International Isle of Man. In the meantime thank you so much for taking the time thank to talk you, to us Andy. It was such a joy. You really asked me lovely questions and I'm so glad you got me thinking. I'm going to take that, clip it and save it forever. (laughs) Thanks, Andy. (laughs) Manx Radio Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. For the latest Watson information, visit villagaiety.com.